I thought they talked about getting Mewtwo'd as a joke, as in you went online to play Smash Brothers and the guy against you was playing Mewtwo. I could go for oh. the Mewtwoing. Okay, well, just, I'm sure you can find it on E6 if you really felt like it. On what? E621? Don't know what that means. Oh, that's very <laughs> telling of you, actually. <laughs> that says a lot, actually. <laughs> E621 is the furry porn website. Oh. <laughs> Could not. Yep. <laughs> Did you pull it up? No. Okay. God, no. I'm not a fucking pervert. You don't gotta be a pervert to go on E6. It's gotta be a furry. <sighs> no, there are a lot of perverts on that website. Yeah, probably. Apparently, E6 is having issues with um, people using LastPass having had their account information stolen and used on the forums. So if you have your E6 account tagged to your last pass, you should make sure you update your password. Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. I have a lot of time to fill this week, so I'll tell you about my favorite topic, Red Roman Cancels and how best to apply them to combos in Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm getting a note from my producer. Okay, it looks like we won't have time for that after all. Uh, instead, I'm being told to tell you a bit about some shows that I really think you should seriously check out. Up first is Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. It is a weekly appointment listen for me, and one of my absolute favorite podcasts of all time. In it, best friends Diet Coke and Lilith review two snacks per week and talk extensively about cum. If you like the energy of Unsound Theories, you'll love the energy of House of Snacks. The second show I think you should give a listen to is All My Fantasy Children. Slotting wonderfully into the best friend dialogue podcast genre that House of Snacks and Unsound Theories occupy, hosts Jeff Stormer and Aaron Catano Saez take listener-submitted prompts and weave those into a delightful detail about their fantastical world known as fantasy. You can find both those shows on the podcatcher of your choice. And if after all of this, you're still interested in picking up any of my games, you can get those over at zaftycat.dog. That's Z-A-F-T-I-K-A-T dot D-O-G. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your sleep paralysis demon. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via tweet or Tumblr message, and we'll get you a shout-out on the show. You can also support us by visiting patreon.com slash sosasmedia. With all that said, let's go back. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away.
you are back on the Orum because it is a far more secure location for you to plan your rescue of Keel. And you've been sitting at your desk muttering to yourself about how exhausting this mission is already and how this was supposed to be the easy mission where you just showed up and collected a check and instead you now have so nice a covert op to plan in the middle of also having to manage the expectations of multiple imperial officers uh deflect shoal and uh actually fulfill the mission which is to say engage in training exercises with these imperial officers and their clones all of whom are partly responsible for kidnapping your pilot and also make a trillion credit sale deal Mm-hmm. it was gonna be so easy yeah and it's not so what is your plan of action so i think we already went through the thought process before of teener might not be able to keep a level head at this, and it might affect everything else. Uh, the clones have their mission to train other clones. Mm-hmm. I don't think BT and Reba can get around the ship without any <laughs> form of being spotted. I mean, BT is an imperial droid, you know? I will, I will point out that it is fairly well understood within the Star Wars universe that or at least to my experience with Star Wars, people very often ignore droids in the same way that, you know, aristocrats would ignore the help and share secrets in front of, like, you know, servants and the like. Oh, that's interesting. Droids are very frequently ignored because they are not seen as a threat. Okay. So I'm going to need BT and I'm going to need Reba. <laughs> And I'm going to need SD. <laughs> I think SD will keep the coolest head for this. Okay. You've checked your duty schedule and everything like that. And you know for a fact that SD is currently on assignment. Of course, Plex has a duty schedule. Jeez. It's called a routine. <sighs> yeah, it's called Fiverr, Erica. Ever heard of it? No, oh, I take it twice a day. Because I'm old. I believe we have discussed this many times on this podcast and it's been cut every single time seems seems likely that's probably a good thing uh so how long until sd is off a couple of hours okay i can at least get the droids working in that time Mm -hmm. do you call reba and bt to your office yes double checking that no one's around it when they arrive uh they arrive at your door come in you called for us. Yeah, come in, let the door close. I have a super important mission for both of you, actually. Oh, <laughs> delightful. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, I don't want you two to get bored, so this is what you get. Um, Keeping things level and quiet and not rousing suspicion, there's a chance that Keel is on this ship. Blah, blah? Yeah, as in the guy we're working for might have taken him prisoner. Reba says, of course he would get captured immediately. Ha ha, ha ha ha. Yeah, well, that just works out in our luck then. Yes, it would appear to be the case. It also seems to be everyone except us already knew this. That would also make sense. Yeah. So, I don't know, I need you two to, like, 
run errands or just be places and keep an eye out. Oh, perfect. A mission to go around and cause obstruction. Basically, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Reba agrees. Okay. Anything specific you'd like us to do? That's what I'm thinking of right now. Just get wherever you can, see if you can find, like, layouts of the cells. I don't know how much time we have for this, is the thing. There is a chance that I am still authorized and have access to computer logs. Would you like me to try? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Anything that seems like it'll help, just do it. 5,000 credits. What? What would you use I'm asking for, for a salary. You know what? Yeah, no, that's fair. Fine. I will put you on salary for this. Joy. I'm no longer indentured. <laughs> I didn't know you even had teeth. Ha ha ha. You should be a comedian. Anyway. Just, yeah, just that. Um, and if you see SD before I do, let him know that I'm looking for him. I'll try to remember that. That's all I can ask, yeah. Is there anything else you need from us? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay, we'll report back at the end of the day. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. SD. You, Piston, and Wrench are in the mess hall. You know, there's a couple of other clones there. You've probably got a drink or two at the table. I think there's a picture of, um, I don't know, Mon Cal Porter. Um, it's a sort of derivation of an oyster stout, um, if that makes sense. I think yeah. that makes sense for a... Anyway, um, <laughs> so you've got a pitcher of beer and, uh, you know, some finger foods and stuff like that at your table, uh, and some data pads with the schematics of this gun sort of sprawled everywhere. Uh, and, okay, so what you're saying is that we've uh, got to increase the frequency of the resonance in order to match the patterns with the frequency of the kyber? Mm -mm. No, to achieve resonance, you have to increase your input frequency. Sorry, I, mean, I thought... You the, the frequency of the input from the energy coming off of the energy source going into... isn't I thought the Kyber was the energy source. Well, right. But, okay. So, these systems work by taking... It's called a probe and pump system. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah. pretty funny name. <laughs> well, okay. So, you have the probe, which is like your guide energy system. Right, you've got your probe. And then you you have your main source, your pump that pumps up the crystals or, or atoms, you know, creates ions, plasma, etc. Um, and so you once you pump those atoms up into an elevated energy state, then um, your probe is designed to hit them at that frequency, excite them, and then uh, you know you get a unified. Uh, it's not worth going into. Um, you get a laser, basically. And then you um, you condense that and use it to, uh, in the case of this, blow a hole in, I'm guessing, a Star Destroyer? <laughs> uh, I don't think we'd be blowing holes in Star Destroyers. Well, We're <laughs> on Star Destroyers, you know. Yeah, those... but 
I I don't I know mean, what capital ships you're expecting to go up against, but like, like you're getting a this, lot of power out of this yeah, thing. Uh, this as, seems as like it's about. like, you know, not to tell tears at a school, but uh, it does seem a bit like a you know kind of planetary scale. Like I feel like you could bore a hole through a moon with this. Oh well, that would be. You'd have to have sustained output. The energy draw on that would you you'd pretty much have to take this entire capital ship and divert its energy into feeding this weapon if you want to do something like that. Uh yeah. So there's a bit of classified tech that we've been working with that um so you're familiar with the principles of uh electronic transference and the whole situation where you can transmit power through the vacuum of space well i mean yeah you're just uh photons i mean you use radiation yeah so uh we have a modification to the star destroyer that has a collector dish that lets us uh collect power from other star destroyers nearby and uh increases the power output of the ship about tenfold so you've got effectively we've got remote batteries well i mean you have it's more like you you're in essence putting more than one fusion reactor into your ship that is criffing dangerous because i've said a couple times that the you know support struts can't handle that kind of power for sustained blasts and well it's no, it's more complicated than that. Because, um, yeah, you do have to account for radiation pressure. And you're going to have pretty half flex, but uh, and in I mean, theory... Like the, the number of reds that the radiation shielding is certified to, it, you know, seems... We're going to have to have a lot of iodine. Huh. Yeah, um... So, um, at that point, you are not talking about... I mean... How, what knowledge about the Death Star exists? Oh, ooh, that's a good question. Right? Um, like, do I know about super lasers? I think there is, I, th I think um, this would be a good opportunity for us to have a role. All right. I would say probably knowledge warfare or knowledge lore. I would suggest that this would be uh, probably a hard role, maybe a Kaiser role. One failure. Those are the same thing in New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, I know. What you got? One failure. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, so I think um, that just kind of manifests as it has been. You know, you not really understanding fully the way that this system works, and the information that has been made public by the New Republic about the Death Star is fairly minimal, with the intention that any sort of schematic information is destroyed along with the Death Star, basically. Okay. The thought um, process being that if someone has to reinvent the plans, they're on, like, a 50-plus year timescale to do so. Sure. Um, the question of whether the remaining Imperial remnants have that information is still up in the air, but it is not information that SD has at this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, um, so, like, are you familiar with the uh, the systems on the Death Star? Uh, n no. <laughs> I don't think anyone who's still around would be, you know, kind of blew up. I mean, 
forget, but, uh, you know, meticulous record-keeping in the Empire. Uh, did you want to see them? Because everything's explained in there. Are you, you're not kidding. And he hands I... you a data pad that, like, is displaying all of the information on the super laser and the technology behind it. This, wait, this was built using kyber crystals. Yeah, that's, uh, why I was so surprised we had kyber on board. I, I was under the impression we were, I mean. <sighs> I mean, we've, our orders are just to get the weapon working. I think it's intended to be used predominantly as a threat, not actually intended right. to be, you know, yeah, d- deployed on. Right. You know. Civilians. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Sort of a, you know, mutually assured, I guess it's individually assured destruction. Uh, kind of a big stick to carry around. So, I mean, we have pretty solid information. I think we should be able to get it working with your help if you, uh, you know, have some ideas about the, you know, specifics of the resonance frequency adjustments. Yeah, no, I... This will probably help sort that out. I... I mean, uh, if you think about it, like, all mobile Death Star is a pretty significant well, advancement. I mean, Death Star was capable of... It was like slow. Speed, or or uh, rather, uh, jump into hyperspace. But um, <sighs> did you hear about what happened on Jeddah? Jeddah, uh, long ways back. Um, God, a couple decades ago at this point. Like around now, Jeddah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Jeddah. Um, <sighs> I mean, it it was a nothing planet. It was deserts and um. I think it had religious ties to people who lived around there, but... Um, was that the, uh, that the, like, Jedi holy site? I don't, I don't know that for sure, but... Because I, I, I do- think I remember reading in uh, one of the training manuals about, uh, like, specifically the various locations of Jedi temples and, you know, that sort of trick and having to memorize which ones were still possibly active, just in case we encountered a Jedi. Um, huh. I can... No, no, it's fine. Get you list if I you just, want it. Um, they... And this is before Alderaan. Yeah. Um, but they tested a gun, I imagine something like this. Kyber-powered, almost certainly, given, I think, Jedi rich in Kyber. Anyhow. That would make sense if it's a Jedi site. Uh, sure, yeah. I'm learning a lot of this stuff still. I, I didn't really No, I imagine understand. it's not, like, pretty common educational yeah. information um, in, like, a typical Republic era. Forgive me yeah. if I'm well, misestimating so, your age, but uh, Republic era primary school. I, my friend's dad, um, so I, I, um, if, if you can't tell from the accent, um, I, I grew up on Corellia, and um, so knew a lot of spacers, and... Um, Literally. You know, a lot of people doing a lot of travel back and forth. Um, yeah, one of my one of my friend's dads um, was uh, dropping supplies off on Jeddah, I think for a mining operation, something that had been made up in the uh, shipyards up above Corellia. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he never came back. So, um... Forgive me for um, kind of rethinking things here, because um, it kind of went from an interesting engineering project to uh, something a little heavier. Yeah, um, 
guess I didn't realize how personal all this. You know, it's well, I mean, how sort could of a you? Bit, I yeah, mean, it, we just it, met know, each other to, and, today. You know, um, personal relationships for us, we're, like, we come from vets, so. Trauma on you, and I'm sorry. Uh, it's just that. No, we're friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's why you call me Space Dumpster. It's, um, I don't know. It just went from an interest in engineering problem to something very real. And I don't imagine, don't know how you could relate. Because you were kind of made for this stuff. And that's no yeah. offense. No, I mean, no, I've been around I mean, a lot what, of clones. It's just, um. Yeah, the, the, you know, the, the I guess the closest thing we have to something like that is the, um, systematic extermination of clones after the Clone Wars when we were right. replaced by stormtroopers. Yeah, that that would be... So wait, you're... But you're new. We're a second, new bitch. Second we're batch. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, closer to like 200th bitch, but, well, you know. Okay, fair. Yeah. I just, um... Because I know y'all age pretty fast. Um, anyhow, I... I could use another Corellian whiskey. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, um, you know what? I'll buy this round. You got me the first time. Let me get you. It's only fair. Yeah, and uh, it, you know, I could pick us up some additional food if you'd like something to eat. Or yeah, uh, whatever that uh, booth over there has that's fried smells incredible. Yeah, I could get us some Nerf nuggets. <laughs> Can I have you roll, just to get started, a uh, daunting resilience? Oh lord, this is going to be bad. <laughs> um, four, just straight up four failures. Okay, uh... They take my brain scan. No, no. Um, okay. Can I have you, though, um, go ahead and take, uh... 11 strain. Uh, so, question. Uh-huh. I have wound and strain marked from the encounter with Cad Bane. You... Has any of that healed? Yes. Assuredly. Um, what were your... What was your wound? Five and... wound and seven strain. What's your max on both? Twelve? Yeah, so, um, I would say erase your strain and recover two wounds. And then apply the... And then apply the 11 strain. Because you've been getting tortured. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, at this point, um, the actual physical elements of the torture have subsided, and you have managed to hold out, which is both incredibly impressive and incredibly frustrating for Moff Cassius. Um, he comes back into your cell one last time, Krennic. I think I'll give you the night to think about your response to this question. This can all be over with a simple, very simple submission to the brain scan. I feel like Kiel is just kind of out of it right now. Mm-hmm. You think on that, and I will come find you in the morning. And depending on your answer, we'll take whatever action is necessary. Pleasant dreams. And he closes the door and leaves. You are alone in this room. So much worse for wear. I think... A couple of hours pass before you're really even able to like wait hold on i hold had the on. wrong character sheet open i had the wrong version open okay 
me just double check that I had. Okay, so I'm actually at eight wounds now after healing and uh, still at 11 strain. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a couple of hours afterwards uh, before you are able to finally kind of get yourself moving again. Um, and I think the first coherent thought that you have is of escape. Yeah. Um, can I have you roll for me a average perception, perception with a black die for the fact that you've been beat to shit? I'm going to upgrade. Okay. Ha, yeah, bud. My net for this perception is a triumph without a success and a threat. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. The door to your cell opens. Uh, and a feminine silhouette is backlit against the bright imperial hallway. Uh, and she says in a voice you just sort of vaguely recognize, You know, Kranich, this could be over much sooner and much more simply, and I think Plex would love to have you back on the crew. You know that they're here, actually. Your whole team, your Arans, your boyfriend. You're lying. Why should I believe you? What would I gain by lying to you about this? Making me get my hopes up so I trust you. How many hours of torture did you just undergo? How many hours of torture did I just undergo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it was... I could have been here for days. I don't know. <laughs> yes. They tortured you for three hours. Do you really think that hope is something they're trying to inspire? I think they've moved beyond hope, and we both know that. I think you're the carrot. The carrot's already come and gone. The carrot was the rodian food that they offered you. Um, the carrot is was... Shoal still in the door? I think she's come inside. How close? How, like, I assume this is like the Princess Leia cell. Yeah, okay. I assume she's, like, just at the foot of the stairs. The door's closed behind her, but she's still standing at the top of the stairs. It's a position explicitly designed for maximum intimidation. I want to convince her to come down closer towards me, somehow. Mm. Hmm. Um, I want, actually, you know what? I want this specifically to be a deception. I want her to think that I am more weak than I am. Okay. Yeah, I think, um... How, how are you going to do that? Um, I want to say that I have been, like, slumped in the corner mm -hmm. the whole time. Um, and I'm going to feign an attempt to, like, sit up and, like, not be able to do it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll, um, let's call that a, um, hard deception upgraded once because of Shoal's adversary. Yep. That's good. Um, why is this a Genesis dice? Did I put my Star Wars dice back? <sighs> Don't mix your dice, folks. Don't mix your dice. It's a bad idea. Um, Throw in random board game dice. <clears throat> Make it real confusing. Throw in an L5R die. I have that issue. So that cancels. Don't look behind you, Erica. Threat. That is a success and two threats. They really did a number on you. I mean, three hours is a 
long time for a principal torture session. Usually go an hour at most. They... They must really want that information. Do you even know what they want? Yes, actually, I do. It's not just information. She they want the way I think. Comes down the stairs. I'm not going to give that to them, <laughs> even if it kills me. There's an alternative. What? What is your alternative? You could actually do your job. Your team is here to train these clones. They're not taking brain scans from anyone else. They're relying on traditional training methodologies. You could do the job that you are paid to do. What happens when, when we're done? What happens to me when we're done? I... You really think the Moth is going to let me go after the trouble I've caused him? <laughs> Three hours with a torture droid is... 13 credits worth of electricity? I don't think you've caused him much trouble. It's, it's not about the money. I... Keel, I need to explain something to you about the way this galaxy works. It is... This'll be good. And always has been about the money. Everything in this galaxy is about the money. When it comes to people who have money, it's not about the money. Do you think it's not about the money for Wraith Sinor? Do you think it's not about the money for Kuat? There is no possible amount of money that I could influence that would make them think otherwise. I am... I am a pawn. I have no influence. I have no money. I can't cause enough destruction to make them worry about their money. <laughs> you stole 20,000 credits. That's chump change. Wraith Signer was... blows through that on a single if... night Sure, out. but they still care about the chump change. It's not about significant figures. It's about the principle of the money. It is about finding ways to shortchange every single part of the system so that you and the people who've invested in your company can become richer and richer and richer and exert more power over the galaxy to I, make you yourself richer. You think I richer. don't know this? I've you lived this, like in this galaxy don't. my entire life. You pay back the credits you've stolen or agree to incur a debt. Wraith Sarnar moves some pieces around on a board and you are brought back into the fold. And you think that my disloyalty is just going to be dismissed just like that, as long as I agree to take on the debt. I'm not stupid. I think that- I got- I got reassigned for- for the smallest petty little thing. Your space formula career? My space formula career was because of a small little bet. You he know does not take disloyalty lightly. You know that was a way out that he was offering you. Yes. And that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. He is not going to do that again. There is no way I get out of this alive. I think you are dramatically underestimating Plex's capabilities. Do you know Wraith Sinar personally? Personally, I do. no. I do. He is not the kind of man who lets this go. You cross him once, he'll give you an out. You cross him a second time, you're I'm sorry, done. I don't understand how making a bet with him is crossing him. You lost a bet, and you... You bet on a space formula race. Yeah, you, you bet were on a space on Blue formula Bantha. race. Right. He was annoyed that you bet on Blue Bantha. Right. And so he threatened to make you a space formula driver. Right. For losing. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal, Keel. You clearly don't trust Plex. It's not that I don't trust Plex. I don't believe she has the influence to be able to make my situation better. Okay. She is very talented at what she does, but she is not that good. Work with them. She does not have... I think Plex has the negotiating skills to make your situation better. But Plex doesn't know you're here. None of them know you're here. 
So what do you propose? Come work for Kuat. I want Shoal to be close to me at this point. She is fairly close. Come work for Kuat. We played both sides of the war. We have all kinds of money from the New Republic, from these idiot Imperial remnants who think they have a fraction of the power that Emperor Palpatine had. And you think Wraith Sinar is going to be okay with me going to Kuat? I think Wraith Sinar doesn't need to know. So how do you propose we do that? Fake my death? What's your plan? A fake death? He's going to find out. First of all, we would need to scrub your fingerprints. Those just need to be gone entirely. Second of all, we have the resources to purchase fully constructed identities with a backstory, a medical history birth records, everything like that. So how do I get... How, how do I keep Plex, SD? How, I do not speak to them ever again in this situation. I want Shoal to be, like, frustratingly, frustratedly, like, frequently turning her back. No, you won't be able to meet them as you are right now. We would have to undertake some fairly extensive reconstructive surgery. You'd have a new face. Once you have that and your new identity... You can choose to make friends with them all over again. All we're asking for is just a few years of work helping to improve the offerings that Kuat has on a galactic scale to have an opportunity to make money on neutral ground rather than on imperial terms. So how do you propose we resolve my situation today then, if I accept? If you accept, we have you in uniform, in a pilot's helmet, and... We bring you back to our ship at the end of every shift after you've done your pilot's training. You are kept there in a comfortable, well-appointed room. While she's going on about this, uh, while she's giving this speech, I want to sneak up on her. Okay, and roll... Um, basically knock her out. Yeah, either roll stealth or skullduggery. Um, and that will be... Um, let me... Hard upgraded ones? Um... Yeah, I think so. Success and two threats. Okay, she does not notice you. What kind of knocking her out or taking her hostage or... Chokehold. I'm thinking chokehold. Okay, um, yeah, so roll brawl and that'll be average because it's CQC. Success and an advantage. Yeah, I think you've got... My dice are like on fire today. In a chokehold. Um... Go with the explanation again. Do we want to, like... We'll bring you back to our ship. You'll be helmeted and uniformed the entire time, so no one will be able to tell who you are while you are on this ship. You'll be free to have access to every amenity on our Star Destroyer once you are actually brought back at the end of every mission. We'll keep you comfortably in a room. You'll have whatever you need. I don't think that's going to work for me. And she starts kind of gagging, like someone being choked. And like thrashing behind me. <laughs> yeah, starts throwing elbows. Yeah. Um, you are getting melee here. Melee or brawl? Yeah, I think she's like got a little bit of Terrace Kasi and is using she, that. She played the PlayStation Terrace Kasi game. Um, I'm gonna flip a point to upgrade one of the purples. Well, you could have said that before I rolled. Just re-roll one of, I guess you'll have to re-roll. I have, because, like, do I re-roll the one that's two failures, or do I re-roll the blank one? re-roll, I guess just re-roll. Wait, yeah. 
that makes us at four dark sign for the record. Mm-hmm. That is two failures and two advantages. Uh, so I think the attempts to reverse the grapple after having spent a bunch of time studying the Masters of Terrascasi fighting game. Uh, Shoal is still within your grasp, um, but she has managed to create just a little bit of space around her airway. I think that is, yeah, that's the way that those advantages work out. And I think she manages to choke out. Wait, and then I think probably it's been about 15, 20 seconds of blood flow cut off to her brain and she just goes limp. Uh, on the screen it says uh, 20 minutes ago or something like that. Who would like to play Reba for this Reba and BT adventure? Uh, Erica's gonna play Reba and Emma will play BT and then I'm gonna dub over everything afterwards. Okay, so r- remind me, what was the situation for B and Reba? They were told A, to look for SD and B, to try to find Keel. And uh, part of that was that BT was going to test to see if his security clearance was still active. Okay. So, Reba and BT, you have left Plex's office with a explicit mission to try to locate Keel. I think Plex probably gave you the information that Keel is likely in one of the holding cells based on the information that she got from um, looking at the reflection of Moff Cassius's screen in some transparisteel. Uh, so you know approximately where to start looking. You just need to make sure that you have a way to get in. No, I don't think we should see Alec first. I want to check my security clearance. I was going to go to Alec because I don't care to find Krennic. He abandoned us. He's not part of the Arum. We have our orders. You Imperial droids do seem to love your orders. Alec will be fine. He's not in captivity. I have no doubt Alec would be fine, but he would be more stimulating than this mission. If you require stimulation... Don't phrase it like that. I can't help my programming. You know, that works when you're talking to the organics, but I... I understand how your programming works. Regardless, I do think we should get this over with quick, if this is what we're going to end up doing, will we need... How, how do you plan to check your security we clearance? We droids. We can use any terminal. Yes, but you need to have the proper credentials to access a comp port, uh, unless you would like me to bypass their security, which I could probably do. I intend but... to check the terminal and see what access I still have. Alright, fine. Well, there's it's a comp not port. like the humans will care. Yes, there's a comp port. Go. Okay, uh, as you're about to test your credentials, um, an Imperial officer comes up to you. You two, droids, what are you doing yes. at that terminal? We are confirming routine reports. Who authorized this? This comes from the captain of the Aurum. The captain of the Aurum. A consultant. Working under the authority of Moff Cassius. Well, I have a mission for the two of you. Especially you, inventory droid. Inventory droid? I'm far more than an inventory droid. Not that you'd ever know that. 
You're an RA7 protocol droid. We use those for inventory. You're an inventory droid. I'm not just an I inventory heard you. droid. Do I need to get a restraining droid. bolt? You don't have the authority to provide one to us. Your commander is from the Aurum? That is correct. Two of you stay here. I'm going to go speak to your commander. Oh, lovely. And he marches off towards uh, Plex's office. <laughs> Do you continue to try to test your... Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Did you actually stop? <laughs> No. <laughs> well, well, yes, but like... Okay, um... Inventory droid. Huh. Huh. What a disgrace. We should leave now. We should uh, leave now. Do I have access? Yes, you okay. still have security clearance. That will be acceptable. My security clearance is still active. Okay, the two of you uh, leave where you were. Um... Where on the ship would you like to go in order to try to find a manifest of who is held in what holding cells? Could we not have done that from the terminal? Um, not within time for this guy to come back. Okay. Um, where were we when that happened? Like, were we like... You were near? just kind of, um, like, I think you were testing at a around. port just, like, near where the airlock was. Like, around the Aurum area? Yeah. Okay. Where is SD right now? Um, SD is somewhere deep inside the ship working on, or um, as far as you know, he's somewhere deep inside the ship working on the uh, the the laser, the super laser that he right. was supposed to have been working on. This is that anywhere near the detention facility? Not even slightly. Not even slightly. Okay. Uh, where would be a good place to try and access this information? Um, I would say probably somewhere out of the way. Uh, most likely yes. somewhere where you would expect very few people to go um or quite frankly care about you guys being there droid maintenance facility probably yeah come r3 we should head to droid maintenance we want that just to lay us we need to find where krennic is that's the most logical place to look in a droid facility to check his status. We don't want to be caught. Do you think the humans will actively be performing maintenance? Uh, Reba, you know that most Star Destroyers have maintenance droids repairing other droids, and the humans very rarely interact with them. Basically, it's the droid lounge. Okay. It's okay, like a that's... teacher's lounge, but for droids. Yeah, that's not um, what I was picturing, so I was like, this is more dangerous no it's but, it's okay. basically the yeah. the droid lounge very well so let's I get going you go over to the droid lounge and there's a there there's a terminal and everything like that set up there uh you encounter the repair droid welcome what is your malfunction i require testing for my terminal interfaces i'm able to perform this diagnostic by myself very well Astromech, what is your malfunction? Oh, I I had initially diagnosed this unit with the malfunction and accompanied him here to ensure that he was repaired. I am functioning perfectly fine. That is a bit of an overstatement, but I'll overlook it. You two have some unresolved romantic tension. <laughs> Good luck with that. I do not understand. I am a protocol droid. 
I am incapable of romantic. The droid leaves. <laughs> <laughs> What's his deal? I do not want them finding out that I have not been wiped in several cycles. Well, they've already left. Yes, but this is... Mm, yes, we are fine. Just play it casually. I think you are relatively quickly and certainly able to access prisoner manifests. You see that Keel is being held. Keel is being held in cell number Auric 5. Uh, you notice that there's not really any other prisoners, so it is just one occupied cell? Well, this shouldn't be too hard. Krennic's the only prisoner on board. Very well. We very briefly cut away to the uh, bridge where... Commander, someone's accessed the manifest for the brig? Do you think we should go investigate? Oh no, it's just the droids. They're doing their own thing. Eddie, soldier. Ah, uh, very good, sir. So after, uh, after I think a few minutes, you've arrived at the um, holding cells, and you go to cell number A5. You open the door, and you see not Keel. In fact, you see a passed out a human woman lying on the floor, having been stripped of her code cylinders and holdout pistol, and there is no sign of Keel anywhere. Oh great, he's killed someone. End of episode. <laughs> I've got to talk to more middle management. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, visit patreon.com slash so says media. The game featured in this episode is published by Edge Studios. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, or whatever podcatcher you prefer. Or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and a very close second is the algorithmic generation based on rankings. The theme song for this episode was written and performed by Chris Postel of Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to hear more of Chris's work. All other music in this episode was written and performed by Corey Hart. For sound effects used in this episode, please see liner notes for details. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plex. Aaron uses they, them pronouns. Erica Rebecca Belsas played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any all pronouns. Emma Hisla played Kiel Krennic. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns which function like any all pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, stay What would SD's cutie mark be? A ranch. Okay, Aaron, what do you think Plex's cutie mark would be? Or is Plex a blank <laughs> blank? <laughs> How do you properly display an image a professional liar? <laughs> well, you, can just change, you can just change your cutie mark anytime. <laughs> You're a Claudite.
Um, maybe like, I don't know, the Flim Flam Brothers have a quarter apple and three quarters of an apple. And they're professional liars. You would um, think with a name like the Flim Flam Brothers, people might be onto them. Yeah, you know, but they come in and they do a monorail song and... <laughs> Ponies are kind of dumb. 